Hello and welcome, I'm Anne. Over the past weeks I've been thinking about different aspects of love and yesterday I thought about love being patient and kind. These um, qualities were identified by Paul in a letter to some Jesus followers in a place called Corinth. They formed part of a list that was much bigger and in in which Paul talked about a whole lot of other things that love is and is not. After um, talking about love being patient and kind, he said that love does not envy. In some translations of the Bible, instead of using those words, it is love does not want what it doesn't have. Another um, version says, Love is not jealous when blessing comes to someone else. Last year, I visited my sister and I walked into her lounge room and there was this most magnificent bouquet of flowers, more, that, more magnificent than these ones. I've put these here to help brighten things up. Um, and she'd received that magnificent bouquet on her birthday. And later on I said to her husband, oh, those flowers are so lovely, I'm envious. And he looked at me with a twinkle in his eye and he said, now Anne, rather than envy, you should rejoice in your sister's good fortune. And yes, he was right, I should have rejoiced. And I agreed with him. It was a bit of a, a bit of banter going backwards and forward, but it made me think. It is the case that um, I was really pleased for my sister and that wonderful set of flowers that she had. But it is there are times when an attitude impacts on the choices I make, you make. Um, in this particular case, I chose words that begrudged something wonderful in my sister's life, which hasn't always been an easy one. Instead, I could have chosen to be generous and loving with my words. I could have chosen words that shared in her delight and um, expressed my happiness with, with the gift. Paul is right. I realised, love does not envy. According to Tim Chaddock, author of Better, How Jesus Satisfies the Search for Meaning, envy is quite a bit like the Incredible Hulk. It's green, it gets angry, and it makes everything we own look like rubble. Envy can be a consuming, poisonous fire in us. Most of society is running on envy, he says, looking at what our neighbours have and wanting them not to have that or not to enjoy that. We tend to motivate ourselves from this place. Chaddock goes on to say that Envy is all about the story we tell ourselves 
when we see someone with something that we want. We see that and we say, they shouldn't have that, or why did they get asked to do that? Or I can do better than that. We begin to tell ourselves, I deserve that. I can do that. That way of viewing others can lead to bitterness and resentment. It can lead to boastfulness as well, to compensate, to say, well, well you know, look at me. I'm just as great. Envy can make a person so preoccupied with what someone else has and who they are that in the process they lose track of themselves and who and their good things and they actually become down on themselves and they become critical and blame those in their life around them for not helping them to get what they want, be what they want, do the things they want to do. They stop spending time with the people who love and care for them to spend it with those who are going to help them get ahead, who they think will get them what they want. Envy can make a person so driven to succeed that integrity and values fall by the wayside. It can make it easier to no longer treat people with compassion and respect to cut corners when doing a job because there's a greater profit margin, even though later it may cause harm to others. And maybe even to give or take a bribe or steal. Envy can make me depressed and angry with myself because I stop appreciating my strengths those things that I am good at and the good things and the wonderful people that are actually in my life and make it worthwhile. Stops me having enough space in my head to actually think about those good things. In one of his letters, Paul said that passing laws against sin only produced lawbreakers. Importantly, he also said that sin didn't and doesn't have a chance in competition with the aggressive forgiveness we call grace. I loved that term, aggressive forgiveness we call grace. You see, when I'm envious, I put the focus on me and I leave no room for God to show me that forgiveness. His grace and how much he wants me to, to experience that and, and how much he wants to share other gifts with me. Grace, because God is putting everything together again through Christ Jesus, invites us into life, Paul says. A life that goes on and on and on world without end. Now how amazing and wonderful is that? And what a shame when envy stops us being able to appreciate that gift. Desires and dreams to achieve things 
don't have to be destructive. They can help motivate you and I to do and be wonderful things for ourselves, for others and for God. But when our dreams and ambitions become envy, that's when choosing to love and be generous with our lives through the attitudes we have and the actions we take can disappear. Jesus said, you are blessed when you are content with just who you are. No more, no less. That's the moment you find yourselves proud owners of everything that can't be bought. Bye for now. Thank mm-hmm. you.